Yeah, it's Monday. Do you think ninjas like Mondays? Or is like a ninja always a ninja? Mm. I want to be like that. I don't think ninjas take weekends. No? Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. Um, You're studying to become a ninja? This ninja takes weekends. No, I, I, uh, I enjoy the beginning of a week. But uh, I wouldn't say that I'm like a ninja in the week. I just, uh, uh, it's another week. I'm looking forward to this week. I'm looking forward to the the sun that is going to melt all the snow that doesn't seem to be leaving. There was some weird blustery stuff on the weekend. I don't know if, I think you got, were you driving in that? Oh my goodness. And then it stopped. And then it just stopped magically and, and the all of a sudden, then the sun and the then sun the snow up. again. It's like, the, oh wow, we're getting a really bad snowstorm. Yeah. Sometimes I feel like that inside. I'm like, all of a sudden I'm snowing gray and then one I'm, I'm giggling and then I'm, <laughs> sn- <laughs> and I'm full of tension and anxiety. And then I'm like, sunny. Yeah, I can go through that in my own little spirit. Yeah. All right. What do we got on? So what uh, you were telling me something the other day about mental obsession. Mm. When it comes to addiction... There's a mental obsession component. Can you tell me in a nutshell what mental obsession is? One of is? the keys, one of the signs of addiction is of a physical abnormality, but then um, that's a moot point if you didn't have a mental obsession that keeps going, keeps you going back to that. So a mental obsession kind of outweighs all of other thinking and what you thought was a bad idea is now good. Like, I can't stop it. So it's like... So this goes further than just addiction. Yeah, pretty much. In our lives with anxiety with um, anything yeah mm. like I think our, our brains are geared to um, seek like uh, our pathways are changed as we seek solutions outside of a relationship with God and then we get into these patterns and behaviors and we want to change them and they're not productive for us and then we have this mental part of us that needs transforming and that, that's what god actually gets to remove um yeah i i believe it's all rooted in fear in my experience when fear is gone that mental obsession leaves hmm. so the sign of me being rooted in fear or fear dominating me me being in the in the, the fear picking me up at the front door and going get in and I just walk in and the, the fear is a cause of the mental obsession. So if you struggle with a mental obsession, you're... Fear is a cause of the mental you're obsession? You're swimming in fear. Fear is the fear igniter of the... causes mental, mental obsession. obsession. Yeah. So when I fixate on like things and I know that they're not helpful for me, but I can't stop, that is mental obsession. Mm. Yeah. And then how do you get out of that? Rooted in fear. Is so you gotta understand where the fear is coming from and go, I can't remove this fear. God, would you take this fear? I've I've fallen into fear. I, I look at fear at the, the front door. It's it pulls up in a limousine, a cool like stretch Hummer limousine or like a cool Lincoln, and it's like every day it's like, Hey buddy, hop in. I, I'm gonna drive you around. And it's like I I believe that sometimes I'm just in the car and I'm like, How do I get in here? I don't want to be in here. Get Ooh. me out. <laughs> Get me out. I want out. And it's like, I need, I, I, I believe identifying it. It's mm. like, oh, I'm actually in the limo of fear and I'm being <laughs> driven around. I'm not being guided. I'm being driven. And so my thoughts are being driven. My ideas are be- like, I'm just being driven. Mm. I want out. I want off. 
Wow, we're starting off heavy today. Oh, all right, let's go to our reading. <laughs> this is a heavy-duty Monday. Welcome. Thank you for joining us on uh, on Ninja Monday. All right. Um, we are going to start our morning meditation. Thank you for joining us once again. Go when, ahead. When we were drinking, we used to worry about the future. Worry is a terrible mental punishment. What's going mm -hmm. to become of me? Where will I end up? In the gutter or in the sanitarium? We can see ourselves slipping, getting worse and worse, and we wonder what the finish will be. Sometimes we get so discouraged in thinking about the future that we toy with the idea of suicide. Mm. In the fellowship, have I stopped worrying about the future? Meditation for the day. Functioning on a material plane alone takes me away from God. I must also try to function on a spiritual plane. Functioning on a spiritual plane as well as on a material plane will make life what it should be. All material activities are valueless in themselves alone, but all activities, seemingly trivial or of seemingly great moment, are all alike if directed by God's guidance. I must try to obey God as I would expect a faithful, willing servant to carry out directions. Mm. Yeah, we got the, the contrast of worry being fear of the future so it puts me in in the future and then resentment would put me in the uh, the, the past so would worry be like mental obsession worry contribute i think to... i think worry is a contribute the worry is the the root of fear like fear causes me to worry right. and then all of a sudden i can't handle the the boiling the pressure the like oh my goodness i'm just spinning out of control so what do i need to go do i need to be in this relationship i need this kind of food i need i need to eat my emotions i just need a break mm -hmm. um next thing you know i'm i'm down at the liquor store or whatever right. it is i'm, right. I'm seeking right. like a, a right. pressure relief and so how do i get that how do i get healthy relief is living on the spiritual plane can I ask you another question? I like how it says where it'll end. The gutter or the sanitarium? Yeah. Both suck. They do. And it also talks... What's your question? ...talked about um, toying with the idea of suicide. And mm. I just think it's important to talk about some of those, like what that actually looks like, because I've, it was very eye-opening for me. I took a course, a three-day course, and it was really impactful for me to actually hear like, oh, these are suicidal thoughts. This mm -hmm, is... Mm -hmm. And so when I, if, if I start thinking, um, so what's a suicidal thought no that would, people would, no one would miss me. What's the point of being here anyway? What's the point? What's yeah. the point? Um, those are suicidal thoughts. And so those are thoughts that we should bring to another person that we should actually mm -hmm. share with someone like, Hey, this is how I've been thinking. Go to our family doctor. Um, tell the people that we live with or, uh, someone that we trust. And, and in that course, you were more, sh I was shocked, but it, it, especially in younger people, when they have those thoughts, like big, deeper th suicidal thoughts, there's a very short time of action that they would yeah. take, right? It was about 45 minutes. Yeah. So a, a young person under, I think they said under the age of like 25, um, it's very, it happens very quickly. We're uh, under the age of 25. We don't have the same kind of impulse development in mm -hmm. our brain and so actually things move very quickly and so they were just talking about how it is important to have conversations with our kids and just to even identify you know if you're starting to feel hopeless if you're starting to feel like life doesn't matter that you're not important that no one would miss mm -hmm. you mm -hmm. um, those actually are not true thoughts those are actually false thoughts 
and catch them and bring them to mm-hmm. us. Like share those with us of like, this is how I'm really feeling. creating a culture of vulnerability and just like asking questions. And mm-hmm. I think that's super important. Mm-hmm. Um, and then from the, from the flip side, as a person who, um, has had opportunity to have someone come to me with those kinds of thoughts. I also need to know what to do with that. Mm -hmm. And so there's questions that we can ask people. Um, Are you a danger to yourself or others? Have you ever thought about how you like, have you ever thought about hurting yourself? Have you thought about hurting yourself? And like, what, what has that looked like? And just really engaging in the conversation Mm -hmm. even. And so the power of having the conversation actually releases the valve of that pressure that the person mm-hmm. feels and, and they're not alone. And it's actually it's actually this part of the solution. Like just talking about it out loud mm-hmm. is part of the solution. Um, and so they say functioning on the material plane alone takes me away from God because I'm just worried about the outside of the circle. If you haven't taken life lab, there's a cue. Okay, give examples of material plane. So material plane would be my health, my my money, my security, my relationships, relationships, my family, all of the things. My money that struggles, my job struggles. I my... try to control, but that's okay. God's business. That's God. That's the life that God's okay. given me. Um, my job is to be on the spiritual plane, and it's interesting. Um, my job is to be talking about a inside airplane? Yeah, that no, because that, that when I read it, I was like, I always think like plane, like the plains of Africa, mm-hmm. and you got the giraffes and the elephants, and that's super spiritual. It says plane, like an airplane. Is no, that what it means? I, 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 P-L-A-N-E. I think is that airplane? It's it's like it's it's yeah, it's be on that path. So really. then in our recovery books, we talk about the fourth dimension. Being in the fourth dimension is the spiritual life. And then it talks about um, getting off the beam. And people would think like it's a balance beam. It's not. It's uh, when they did navigation, they would have a map, a beam to go from this airport to that airport. And the plane would stay on the beam, like a laser right. beam. And so we can get off the plane. So the spiritual plane mm-hmm. is actually a way of living, a way of traveling, a way of mm-hmm. God guiding us. And so the physical can be very much being driven. I'm, I'm mm-hmm. physically driven. I'm, I'm driven to get a promotion. I'm driven to get a pay raise. I'm driven to get my kids in this kind of school and all of the things, the sports, the, mm-hmm. all that stuff. And I have a driven life. And, and I really believe that the spiritual life is one of being guided. Like in the African safari, just being on the being, being on the being savanna on the and watching the wild animals. Yeah, let's get on the plane. All aboard. Do they say that? No, they don't. That's a train. <laughs> train, plane, and so you got trains, you got planes, and you got automobiles. So the limo driver mm-hmm. of fear, the train of resentment, and the plane. Wow. Wow. He's oh, I... and automobiles. Yeah. What did our friend Karen write in the chat? Plane, a level of existence, thought, or development. That's what I thought, Karen. And she's so smart, man. It's where you live. If we were more like Karen, it's where you live. So smart. It's where you live. All right. Thank you for joining us. Uh, If you haven't already, sign up for our Life Lab. um, And we'd love to help you get onto that spiritual plane. And uh, until then. Are we still talking about an airplane? Yeah, I don't even know what we're talking about. Um, What was that? The, the the rain on the plane oh, in no. Spain. <laughs> what 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 musical was that? Okay, there there's your trivia question.
The plane on Spain in the rain. All right. Uh, keep the peace. Be of good behavior. We'll see you tomorrow. Thank you for joining us.